This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Superintendent Jennifer Gill, I don't know if it was five years ago. Could you have dreamt what is happening structurally to schools and the buildings in District 186? Well, I, I would say absolutely not. It's just been a dream come true. I think we all, we all had a vision. We had a plan. We had done a full comprehensive study with the community and really asked for what they wanted. But then we went a step further further, and, and we've, um, we use BLDD as our community engagement partners. Mm-hmm. And they helped us do a very long study of all of our facilities and their uh, functioning, what teachers really wanted to see, what, what administrators wanted to see, what we knew we needed in terms of additional space. But also look at safety and security, things like mobile units and uh, not having elevators in some of our schools and our ADA compliance and safe and secure entrances and all of that were all things that we also were worried and concerned about and wanted to see change in. And and now we have our dreams slowly coming true with many, many facilities. We didn't or you didn't just ignore it, but there was a very small segment of people who said, well, we just ought to go to two high schools in this town and build a new high school. And one of the reasons is because of the safety factor at Lampier, because the relocation of the railroad mm-hmm. going within. You folks talked and studied that in depth, I am sure. We absolutely did. And, you know, we, we really worked a lot with Hanson Engineers, who led the work with the railroad, and they were so helpful and, and uh, supported us along the way. And I think even redid some of their thinking a little bit to add even more layers of security. But even where we have the building sitting on the new property will will aid us being pushed back away from that even further. But most definitely, we did ins and outs of studies throughout um, all of this. And we also know that bigger in a high school is not always better in terms of offering all the opportunities for every student. So um, we're excited about what we've got. We're excited about the history in this community. We wanted to honor that history every step of the way. How did you decide Lampier, number one? I mean, obviously, you're going to do something at Springfield, Southeast, some other right. schools. I should well, say Lampier necessarily number one, number one among the high schools. How right. did you decide on Lampier? We, uh, we started there because their construction was very uh, different. They actually had, over the course of four different construction phases, you know, over the last hundred years, added on and, and connected buildings and Edison used to be a standalone building for middle school. Um, it's a very old building that was not air conditioned. Uh, the other two high schools were fully air conditioned. So that was number one. You know, we had a whole wing of a building that people really suffered at the beginning of the end of the year compared to others across the city. And then also uh, it was not ADA compliant, um, you know, whatsoever. So we really we wanted to start there. And plus, we knew we had a great um, connection to Memorial who also that also needed some Updates, which you all saw this fall with football. So it just it just worked out to do Memorial and Lampier all together. You uh, obviously, and you know as well as I, that whether it be Fichon, Southeast, Springfield, Lampier, there is a strong passion from the alumni. How yeah. was it important when you folks sat with the designer said, we've got to maintain some things at Lampier that are going to remind us of Lampier? Was that right. a high priority? Oh, absolutely. We Every school is different in, in what their priorities might be along that way, but we knew that Wrestling had a very strong and and long you know relationship there at Lampier. Basketball was you know number their sport that they loved the most, but that doesn't mean to say that the other um, areas of that school weren't better. And when we did Lampier, the, the reason we started there as well was they had no auditorium, and so that auditorium won't be finished in this opening phase, but it will be done by the end of the summer. It is or maybe into the early parts of next fall, but it is beautiful already. You can start to see it come to shape. Uh, really adding to their fine arts program and 
having plays for their drama sets and their uh, future plays that they'll be for the first time ever hold at their own gymnasium. The only gym uh, stage that they had was a small one that was inside the Gardner Gymnasium, and it was looked like an elementary school you know stage, not a uh, fully functioning auditorium. So we're really excited to bring that to Lampier as well. There are a lot of uh, plaudits going out today, I'm sure, and we'll talk about that ceremony coming up. Mm-hmm. But one of the groups that I think, and you've alluded to it and other people have too, that I have so much appreciation for are the students and the staff. They have handled a very, very challenging situation for the past couple of years. Right. Education continued. Uh, then you had post-pandemic challenge and so on and so forth. But the fact that isn't the easiest place to operate when your school is undergoing a major construction right. and you are still conducting classes. That speaks volumes of the administration, the staff, and the students at Lamphere. Yeah, we had so many people, all hands on deck. Uh, but most most importantly, uh, Dr. Doss and his administra- administrative team, alongside with the teachers and the teacher leaders, just saying we're going to roll up our sleeves. I have to give a sh- great shout out to the teachers and staff that have now had to move three times, you know, out of their original classroom into a new wing and now back into uh, the new facility all in the middle of the year while they're doing the noble work that they do with students every day. But there is some big big excitement when they get to see their new room and their all the new equipment. I'm sure we'll have some bumps along the way on everything working perfectly, but we're going to make it work. And we've got a lot of people um, over there to support and help for the next few weeks as we make this transition. Goes without saying, Principal Artie Doss has been a key. He is uh, mm-hmm. decided, as a lot of people yeah. do when they hit a certain age, it's yeah. time to to walk yeah. away and, and retire um, without going into great detail. What is the process I'm sure he told you he was going to do that and yeah. on his birthday and yeah. February, I think, 27th. What's the process to to fill that position? Is there some mandate or some rules that you folks must follow? Um, you know, we, we do have to have a, a named principal. So uh, at this upcoming board meeting, there'll be a change of assignment um, from assistant principal. Uh, Alicia Miller will mm-hmm. now move into uh, the principal role. We'll consider her an interim principal through the year while we do the interview process uh, this spring. And then we also ask a couple of uh, the administrative uh, teams to step up into new roles to support. Uh, Tom Weir, graduate of, of Lanphier High School, uh, came back to serve. Uh, he had been a principal in the parochial system, St. Al's, and he went to Lanphier. Uh, last year he came on as an AP, and we, we love having him. So he'll move up from a guidance dean into an assistant principal role. And then Robin Powell, who's the uh, she was a teacher at Lanphier just two years ago, and and now she's going to be the guidance dean, and she's been the administrative intern. And then we'll also have some administrative subs to help and support. But their team is uh, is strong. There'll still be a man down from the end of February to the end of the year, but we're going to be there to support them. Um, he already chose to go out on his birthday. He talked to me about it a lot. I think he has a lot of confidence in Alicia Miller so that uh, he felt like he was okay to go. And that's his opportunity. One of the things 186 has done, and I admire as a former teacher, uh, and the state doesn't do it very well. You always have somebody in the pipeline ready. Tell me about right. that administrative program. Are teach are people admitted to that? Can they volunteer to get into that? Because that's a step at becoming an administrator. Am I right? Right. It sure is. Um, I benefited program. from it greatly. Wow. I was a administrative intern at Franklin Middle School for three years and yeah. then did another three years as a principal assistant at an elementary school. And I learned something every time because I was with different administrators, different schools, and you become the sum total of what you learn, and it, it really helped me out. You know, I had some great leaders, and uh, Lyle Wind and 
um, you know, trying at the very end. And then Bert Hendy, who was also the HR director, uh, she really taught me a lot. And Cliff Hathaway, and he's still working and doing things in our community. That's great. He was at Hope School for another, I think, 20 years after he retired. So I had great people to learn and, and walk beside as well as, you know, Dr. Rutledge, Dr. Hill, Dr. Milton, everybody taught me something that I was able to work and, and learn from. All right, talk about the ribbon-cutting ceremony coming up when? Uh, we have a ribbon-cutting ceremony tomorrow at 4 o'clock. We open up our Lober NICA gymnasium and field house at uh, 5.30 to start uh, our kickoff for the 5.30 Lincoln versus Lamphere JV game, and then closer to 7, 7.30, uh, we'll kick off the first varsity game. Um, and we've already had an eSports event in our new eSports room that's off the, the big common. So that was exciting. You should have seen, if you didn't see the socials where the kids got to see that for the first time, their mouths are like wide open and they're, they're so excited. So that was a lot of fun. We'll have girls basketball on Saturday night. And then we have the Martin Luther King Jr. shootout um, at Lampier on Monday where some teams from Chicago are coming down. I think Lampier uh, plays at 2 o'clock on Monday. So we have a lot of activities going on. Let's remind everybody the ribbon cutting is by invitation only? Yeah, it is by invitation only. It's very small. We are still in a very much construction zone cleaning and doing a lot of deep cleaning over the next four days to get kids in school on Tuesday. So small ribbon cutting to say thank you, have it be symbolic, have some pictures taken. And then we are going to have some open houses once we get all the uh, little things knocked off the sure. list. Uh, we'll have an open house and make sure that everything's completed. Um, that'll be maybe a first phase, and then we'll have the second one, of course, when the auditorium opens. Bring me up to date. Uh, parking facility availability right. for athletic events and for people just going to Lampier High right. School. What's the parking situation? Well, the parking situation right now is the same as it's been throughout this year. Uh, we are using the EPA lot, the one that's closest to the corner of Converse and 11th. Right. Uh, you can pull in off of Converse. Uh, to get to that, EPA has the one that's closer to their building, but they've been generous to let us do that. Um, there is some parking at the Caritas Hall across the street, but also uh, we have the parking that would be um, in front of Memorial Stadium as well. Um, that parking is going to get a lot better when we get Edison down. There'll be a full parking lot um, on Converse Street uh, there, and then we've worked with the Park District. Um, those tennis courts that have been uh, kind of out of use for some time are going to become parking as well and shared space for uh, the horseshoes, as well as Springfield or Lampier events for football. Let's remind everybody, bring me up to date what's going on with the potential consolidation of three schools right out here in the neighborhood. Right, right, right. So we are, we're still at the drawing board with uh, making sure that we solidify the right uh, land to do that. And then we have just slowed the roll a little bit. I'm pushing towards that. As you know, uh, costs were escalated there for a little bit. Um, and so we wanted to go slow, uh, to go fast, to make sure we're, we're doing the best by the use of our, our once in sales tax, which I want to once again thank our community. None of this would have been possible Absolutely. if it wouldn't have been the Citizens Committee that got behind yep. us, as well as um, just everybody in our district saying we really need this for our schools. And we could not have done that without that public permission, and we appreciate it greatly. So we'll be moving on with our other projects uh, you know, in time. Owen Marsh's elementary school, too, is still in the works and, and being designed as we speak. Plus, we have Southeast. We'll have a completely new uh, football field after next fall. And uh, all the track is going to be completely replaced, not just overlaid and painted, but completely replaced. We're going to redo the, the pitch of the field, uh, redo all of the track and field events, um, add grand entrance to Southeast. So you have locker rooms and facilities, much like uh, Memorial Stadium. So we're very excited. Uh, to get those projects started. And then Springfield High, you'll start seeing dirt move pretty soon. 
um, on Monroe Street, especially with the homes that we bought up there to extend the building. Uh, what's the elementary school out on Wabash, just off of Chatham Road? Uh, Ch- uh, Sandberg Elementary. Sandberg. Mm-hmm. And the principal there is? Keith Kincaid. And? He is going to retire at the end of the year. Unbelievable. Um, well over. How many I think years? It, it's it's 23 or 24. I'm not sure. He may want to correct me on that. But uh, he and I have walked alongside oh. each other in our careers. And I absolutely think the world of him. That school is uh, amazing. And the kids uh, have really benefited with him and his staff rally around him. And he's had changing staffs over the years and been able to maintain that level of excellence. So kudos to him. And we'll uh, start that process this spring as I well. I taught with his wife a couple of years. She was at Lincoln before she uh-huh. came to 186 yes. and uh, knew about him. But the one thing I hear people say, I just heard it the other day, said, Sam, whenever you drive by it, his car is there. Yeah. The man just total eats, sleeps, and drinks Sandberg School. He will be missed. He's had opportunities, I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. uh, to go to other schools and assume on other he's, positions. He's always he wanted to just work really there. Yeah. To Sandberg, great story. Just, uh, you know, the way that he greets kids every morning. He's out there every single morning to really? greet every kid as they come off the bus and uh, or get dropped off or walk, and he cares about that school deeply. And he got three or four extra classrooms t- this year, and then a brand-new office area, brand-new entrance that Sandberg needed uh, desperately. So it was it was great for him to go out on a high note with I've got 30 facility. seconds. You're going to wrap us up. The greatest showcase for high school students comes next week. Yep. It is not only a basketball tournament. It's a showcase it of is. what's special about high school students in Springfield. Invite everybody. Yes, uh, yeah, we want everybody to come out to City Tournament. It starts Wednesday night. Uh, we have girls basketball and boys basketball showcase, as well as all of our bands, choirs, uh, palms, cheer, uh, drum lines, and a lot of kids who just want to show off their spirit at all four of our high schools here in Springfield. It is like no other. It's going to be cold, so come out and, and be warm at the convention center. One big announcement, we want students who are um, in elementary or middle school to come with an adult, and we, we do expect that, and we will be looking for that at the entrance. Uh, so have a great uh, week, and we'll look forward to seeing you at City Tournament. And I'm anxious to remind everybody that Paul Packelhofer, his 40th year doing the Yay. public address announcing. It's 40 years for Paulie the Pac-Man. That's Unbelievable. awesome. That's Great. awesome. You've seen some changes. <laughs> just just we've, a few. We've seen some uh, changes in Paul. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're bringing in changes. donuts. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. Do I, get, do I get a passing grade for today? You do. Thank a you. plus. Have I, a great day. I appreciate that. That's the only right. one I ever got in my life. <laughs> love, love you, Mom and Dad. Love you, Tom. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.